confirmation bias. What is that? Have you heard of this before? Well, today I'm going to be delving deep within the murky waters of what has been labeled confirmation bias. What is up, Collective? I hope you guys are doing fantastic over there. This is a topic that I believe is, I don't know, I think has joined the scene very recently. I have never heard of this before, and maybe I'm just, you know, late to the party, but I've never heard of a I've never heard of the term confirmation bias. But as I <clears throat> delved deeper in my research for this episode, and I had actually talked about this concept on a prior episode, um, and I will link that episode in the description because it's, it's a really good one, so I want you guys to check it out if you haven't, but I, ha- I didn't really go in depth with it, um, and I wanted to really talk about this a little bit more And it got brought to my attention the other day. So I was like, oh, perfect. You know, I had forgotten about that topic and I needed to do or actually dedicate a whole episode to it anyway. So it fascinates me, honestly, the world of psychology. And I think a lot of you feel the same way, how the brain works, right? So what is it though? What is confirmation bias? Well, it is a cognitive bias where individuals tend to favor information that confirms their pre-existing beliefs or hypotheses while ignoring or dismissing evidence that contradicts them. So in layman's terms, (laughs) this is where somebody, you know, has got their, you know, they're dead set on believing something, even though facts are showing them that it is not true. So... Is it a common phenomenon? Yes. It, you know, it affects our decision-making processes, whether we're aware of it or not. But how does confirmation bias manifest itself in our daily lives? Well, it can, it can impact various aspects of our lives, from personal relationships to politics, even the workplace. So for an example, imagine you have a strong opinion, right, about a particular political issue, we'll say. You might seek out news sources and information that align with your viewpoint while disregarding opposing perspectives. This tendency can lead to narrow-minded to a narrow-minded approach, hindering our ability to consider alternative viewpoints and make well-informed decisions. So, what are some more examples of a confirmation bias in action? So, one example I came up with was my side Right, So my side bias, where an individual will elevate evidence and arguments in a way that favors their own beliefs or positions. Another example is that a tendency to seek out information that confirms stereotypes or prejudices that we may hold. It's essential, though, to recognize that these biases, whether they're within ourselves or not, that they mitigate their influence on our thinking. So how can we overcome said confirmation bias? Well, one approach is actively seeking out diverse perspectives, right? Seeing both sides of the situation, considering evidence from multiple sources before forming a conclusion. Additionally, being open to feedback is very important and willing to challenge 
your own beliefs can help counteract a confirmation bias. So it's really being open to the possibility of there being another opinion, right? Um, I think podcasts do this beautifully. Um, one that I know for a fact is probably the number one podcast is Joe Rogan. You know, he listens. He listens to both sides. And I am very much a person who does that. I never want to judge or make a decision on anything until I have gotten all the information, right? Or at least enough information so that I can make a clear decision. Because I don't ever want to be one-sided, right? Or only seeing things from one perspective when there's other perspectives out there. So the impact of confirmation bias. So up until now, I've kind of discussed how it can affect decision the decision-making process, but I want to dive deeper in the impact on society and individuals, okay? So it can contribute a polarization and a conflict within society by reinforcing existing divisions and preventing meaningful dialogue. When people only engage with information that supports their viewpoints, it becomes challenging to find common ground or even reach consensus on important issues that affect all of us, right? That's a crucial point to all of this. So it can also impede personal growth and development. When we only seek out information that confirms what we already believe, we miss out on the opportunity of learning and self-improvement. It's essential to remain vigilant and actively challenge our assumptions and biases to foster intellectual humility and critical thinking skills. By doing so, we can become more open-minded individuals and contribute to a more inclusive and understanding society. So as I, as I go in more in-depth with this and I really get an understanding of what this is, you know, basically it's, it's being closed-minded. I mean, when you put it into layman's terms, it's being closed-minded. And I think we see that a lot in society with religious beliefs, with political beliefs. Um, and we see this really hardcore this year because in the United States, it's an election year and we are seeing confirmation bias all over the place. And whether you're a right conservative or if you're a left Democrat, you are definitely following some kind of bias. And it's based on you've always been a Democrat, your parents have been Democrats, you live in a Democratic-driven state, you know, all of these factors but you're not open to the fact that there is a right side, you know, that there is a conservative side, that there is a side that may disagree or be different. A lot of times it's not even that they disagree with your beliefs. It's that it's different, right? So a movie that I watched a very long time ago, it's called The Ledge. I think I've brought this up on a different episode, but I'm bringing it up now because it definitely fits into this topic there's a scene in this movie, and it's a great movie. You guys should watch it. It's called The Ledge. It's with Charlie Hunnam. Um, and basically, he is a... I don't know if he's definitely an atheist in the movie. Um, I don't even remember if he says that exact word. But he is a believer in a finite afterlife. Okay, So he believes that when you die, that's it. You're gone. No heaven. No none of that. No hell. Um, so anyway, he meets this woman on a train and she is married to a preacher and she's religious and I'm pretty sure they follow Christianity. 
And anyway, the relationship between Charlie Hunnam's character and this woman is it becomes physical and they do end up having an affair. Now, mind you, the person that she's married to, this preacher, is a horrible person. I mean, he beats her, he yells at her, he treats her like crap, um, he controls her. And anyway, before the relationship becomes physical, before they enter into the affair, the, the Charlie Hannum's character comes over to have dinner with them. And he's talking to the guy. And, uh, well, actually, no. I believe before they have dinner, he meets the guy out in public somewhere. And they're just having a conversation. And Charlie Hunnam's character said, are you open? Because the guy called him closed-minded um, on, you know, believing in God and stuff. And the guy, and Charlie Hunnam's character asked him, he said, well, are you prepared to maybe think that God doesn't exist? Are you open to being on the other side of that coin, right? And he said, no. And he said, well, now who's being closed-minded? You know, so it's like where one person is so set in their beliefs and they're calling someone closed-minded, but as soon as they bring up a different perspective and they reject it completely, that is also being closed-minded, so <clears throat> that is the perfect example of a confirmation bias, right? You believe wholeheartedly that God is real, that Christianity is your savior and and it's going to be everyone else's. And then if someone comes to you with a different viewpoint or even asks you to be open to even considering the fact that there may not be a God and you're not open to it right now, this is a specific scenario okay i'm not asking you guys whether you believe in god or not i'm not asking you guys to believe in god or not okay but i'm just saying this is a very strong situation where the views are very important to both people right but both people are not open to both views and that can hinder a society that can hinder an individual um like for me if we want to talk about the god thing i am a believer, right? I believe in God. I believe that there is an afterlife. I believe that there is a heaven and a hell, and I believe in that. But if somebody were to come to me and, you know, ask me, can you maybe consider the fact that that doesn't exist? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Because I would be completely ignorant to think that everything I believe in is, that's it. It's fact. There's nothing else because it's just not true. I live in a society of other people who have other opinions, who see the world differently. So I have to be open to that as well. I have to be open-minded to that as well. Do I have to agree at the end of the day? Do I have to believe what they believe? Absolutely not. But I at least have to be open to hearing about it and taking it in, right? So I hope you guys understand this. And by, by recognizing and addressing this bias, there's a way that we can strive to make more informed decisions, right? We can cultivate a more tolerant and empathetic society too, you know, when we care enough about someone else's viewpoints, right? Especially when it comes to something as sensitive as religion or even politics, right? Or sexual orientation, I mean, these are things that are very important to a human's quality of life. And sometimes they can be very narrow-minded and very just, you know, this is what I believe. I'm never going to think any any different is just not a healthy way to go through life. And it's definitely not a good mindset to have or show other people, right? I mean, it's you're not 
leading by example with that to live a rigid, a rigid life when you are coexisting with other human beings that may think differently than you, you know? So I want to end this with saying that it doesn't make you a bad person or necessarily a negative person or even a closed-minded person if you don't agree with other people. You don't have to. That's the beauty of free will and having your own beliefs, right? Your own convictions of things. The point of this and what I'm trying to make in what I said a minute ago is to be open, to be open to people, to be open to existing with other people because you have to. You you have to coexist with folks. And I don't mean the hippy-dippy coexist stickers on cars. That's not what I'm talking about. I mean, there is some truth to that too, but I'm just saying like you do have to exist with other people. We have to get along in order for us to live a somewhat normalcy and be safe and all those things. And I think that's where the the world gets turned upside down is when we start to not not agree or not even be open to other people. And to strive so badly to be individual and, and, you know, stand in your convictions and, you know, this is me and this is what I believe and I'm never going to change my mind is just, it's very ignorant. It's a very ignorant approach to the world around you. You know, you can dislike people all you want. What's crazy is I see a lot of times people disliking people they've never met. They either dislike them because of what they heard or what they're seeing online or whatever, or maybe even what they believe in or who, what president they're going to vote for. And at the end of the day, it gets really ridiculous. It gets really ridiculous to not like someone, especially when you don't even know them. You've not even spent any intimate personal time with them. You're just judging them based on a confirmation bias, right? You are confirmed in your convictions of this person is voting for, let's say, Trump, so they must be a shitty person, right? I mean, that's just how our society, especially in America, is is going these days. They are, or even the, the flip side of that, oh, they're voting for Biden, so they must be a shitty person. We cannot look at other people this way. Yes, a lot of them probably are shitty people, but we cannot look at it like that, especially if you don't know them. Because you are living a confirmation bias when you do things like that. So I just really encourage everyone to be open. Be open to other people. Be open to other people's beliefs. Be open to other people's views and perspectives on things. Because you might actually just start to change and evolve who you are in a beautiful way right? It's, it could be really positive. It doesn't always have to be negative. And if you feel like somebody is pushing their beliefs on you or pushing their perspectives on you and you're feeling very uncomfortable, then they're doing what I'm talking about. Then they are having a confirmation bias and they are projecting onto you their own beliefs and they're not open to yours. So be aware of that too. This, this goes both ways. So I hope that this helped and I want you guys to join this conversation. I will link that episode I'm talking about below and until next time guys, ciao.